Let's Talk, the daily podcast of encouragement to help you during these times of COVID-19 social distancing and pandemic. We're glad you've joined us again today. And the Bible reading that we have for today comes from 1 Kings chapter 19, and I'm going to read uh, verses 9 through 18. The Lord Speaks to Elijah is the title of this. There he came to a cave and lodged in it. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they're seeking my life to take it away. And he said, Go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak, and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I... Even I only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you arrive, you shall anoint Hazael to be king over Syria, and Jehu, the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Mahalath, you shall anoint to be prophet in your place. And the one who escapes from the sword of Hazael shall Jehu put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha put to death. Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. This is the word of the Lord. Let's just ask the Lord to bless our time together. Lord, we need to hear your voice. We thank you for the beauty of your word, the power of your word. Help us to hear you now and be encouraged by what you have to say. In Jesus' name we pray it. Amen. Elijah was a man of God, and Elijah was a man of God who was discouraged. He was discouraged because he had done everything that God told him to do, and yet Everything that God had accomplished through him seemed to have made no difference at all in the times he was living in. Elijah was living in difficult times. He was a prophet to the northern kingdom. The northern kingdom under King Ahab, one of the most wicked kings who ever ruled over his people, was in a time of deep paganism. And Elijah's prayer and his fervent desire for his people was that they would return to God. And after a spectacular display of the Lord's power on Mount Carmel, Elijah's hopes were up. 
And he thought, well, surely now the people, having seen who God is, will turn to him. But to his dismay and to his discouragement, that isn't what happened at all. And in dismay and discouragement, he fled to Mount Horeb, the Mount of God, Mount Sinai, to get alone with his God and to have it out with God, if you will, and to say to God, what do you want to do about this? And in discouragement, he goes. And you know, Elijah got alone with God, which is the right thing to do when we're discouraged. When we are discouraged, there's no way for us to hear the voice of the Lord if the noise that's going on around us keeps on bothering us and keeps on plaguing us. We have to get alone. We have to get quiet with God. And it's when we get alone with God that God best reveals himself to us. And Elijah was a a wise man. He went to get alone with God. And as he got alone with God, God had something to say to him. God showed him something. He says, Elijah, take your discouragement out on the mountain where I am and let me show you something. And as Elijah stands on the mountain, all these spectacular things begin to happen. There's an earthquake. There's a wind. There's a fire. The earthquake shakes the earth. The wind splits the rocks. The fire is a consuming fire. But as Elijah stands and watches these things happen, he knows something. God gives him an understanding. And the understanding is God's not in the earthquake. He's not in the wind. He's not in the fire. God isn't in the noisy things that are happening on planet Earth. The noisy things that are happening on planet Earth serve their purpose. They have a purpose. The purpose is to invite us into the presence of the Lord. The purpose of the troubles and the trials around us is that they invite us to seek the Lord's face, to come to him for counsel and for help. World events are God's invitation to seek his face. And when Elijah accepted that invitation, he found that God is not in the thunder and lightning of world events. He's in the still small voice of the Spirit in the heart of his people. That's where we encounter the Lord. And then God says to Elijah, now I've got something for you to do. I want you to go and appoint these men who are going to carry on the ministry after you're gone. God said to Elijah through this symbolism that God's purposes go on through the thunder and lightning and that his remnant is being preserved in every generation. And dear ones, I just want to suggest to you that this is news we can use in our generation. Have you sensed that we're living in a time of great upset on planet Earth? You see what's going on around us with pandemic, racism, riot, miserable leadership, and our hearts tremble, and we get discouraged, and we say, when will people ever seek God's face? And God says to us, don't worry about it. This is my plan. None of this is happening by accident. It's what I've got planned. And I want you to know something. I want you to know that I'm going to preserve my remnant and that my purposes are going to be accomplished all the way through the storm. 
And I don't know about you, but in the days we're living in, I need that encouragement. I need to know that it's not the thunder and the lightning and the earthquake and the storm and the, and the wind. None of those things are really the significant things. What's significant is that through those difficult moments, God is accomplishing his purpose to preserve his remnant. And he will bring us through. Lord, we thank you for the fact that we are not out of your care, that you are working through the storm. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you to fulfill the purpose that you've called us to. We'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today on Let's Talk. Glad you're with us. Uh, Don't forget that we have on-site services on Sunday morning at 9 and 11. We also have a Sunday evening service at 6. And keep checking our webpage, bfcsebring.com, for the latest information. Also our Facebook page, BFC Family. Again, we appreciate your being with us. Have a great day and stay safe.